<laughs> Thank you for joining another episode of Sweet Release Healing's Roundtable. Tonight, we are going to have Tiffany, Spencer, and Kaylee will join us shortly. And we have our fantastic, wonderful producers, Morgan and Sharon. I'm Andrea Lovett with Sweet Release Healing. I can word, I can speak. It's all right. Here we go. Also, before we do get started, I have a coupon code for everyone who listens to this podcast. It is Workshop 20. It is 20% off of any workshop on the SweetReleaseTV.com website. Valid until January 1st of 2024. Um, I might just love you guys, and that's why I offer things like this. Also, if you are in and subscribe to our newsletter, Expanded and Headline, that comes out twice a month, you would get special perks too, and you would have this information sooner by now. Love you. Okay, tonight's topic is one that we love, demons. Demons get such a bad rap. Oh, I feel so bad for them. Like almost like right up there with the reptilians. They get an awful rap too. But demons, they get a terrible reputation. I 100% blame Hollywood. I'm not going to lie. I know that some people will be like, I blame religion. I blame this. I blame that. I actually blame Hollywood for perpetuating this story and making it like we like to be afraid. Let's let's just be honest. We've been off the food chain for far too long and suddenly we're like, oh, fear is fun. Same. I'm the same. But demons are not scary. They're educational. They're motivational. And they're on your side. We should get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> more you know. Thoughts, um, experiences. I'll also say we do have some sayings too, right? That kind of make hard times demons. So it's like, it's gone even farther than just like the literal figures of demons. We're also talking about like hard things that we're going through and stuff like that. So it, it's gone even farther into making them the bad guy, right? Or the dark place. And mm -hmm. I think that's definitely not helping their case either. Agreed. Agreed. We, we demonize the demons. We do. We make them out to be the boogeyman. And of course, we know that the human, the human brain, the human psyche, the human experience is an amazing creator of reality. We create our reality. So if we're going to decide something is, and then we agree with it as more than 1% of the population agrees with it, it becomes reality. That kind of drives me crazy because it's not the truth of spirit. It's the truth of the reality. And those are two very different separate things. When people talk to me about duality and polarity, they say it has to be balanced. Good versus evil, light versus dark, masculine versus feminine. And I'm like, but they're not opposites. They're different sides of the same coin. They're magnets. They accept and pull and they uh, reject and separate for the sake of movement and creation to continue creating. They always work together. I love how Mama Chick was like, I can tell that this topic is going to break my brain, by the way, in the TikTok chat. 
That cracks me up. Okay, Tiff, I know you got things to say here, and I'm surprised you haven't jumped in yet. I was I was just giving everybody a minute to get their <laughs> thoughts out there. <laughs> She's like, you guys go ahead. I'll get your like. I feel like I just got a pat on the head. Did you? Yeah. You're so cute. You're so cute. Um, I'll go. I'll I'll jump on with um Mama Chick. Like, I definitely am with her on this one. Like when I first started speaking to the community about this and trying to understand better for myself. Um, I think this was probably one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around. I think we, I have been so ingrained with this thought of demons are scary. Demons are bad. Um, from whatever lifetime I've grown up in. Um, but I think we're there. Right. And I think a lot of people are ready to accept it. I think it's gotten to the point now where we have to accept it because taking a look at just the very definition of the historical past of where the word demon comes from, it actually just means guiding spirit. So to me, rather than being good versus evil, it should be good and evil. It should be light and dark. We are missing an entire 50% of what spirit has available to us by ignoring the dark side, by not looking into the shadows to see what's there. Holy shit. I wish you guys could see my full body chills right now. My arm hairs are like excited. They are standing tall. I actually marked this clip too. I'm going to have to put this on the socials. Oh my God. That was so good, Tiff. Yeah. Thank you. Where are you going? We're saying that was huge. That's a huge percent. Like, I, I, I would have never even thought of it that way. Yeah. Kaylee, just to catch you up, we're talking about demons. Also, welcome in. So Tiffany just said, oh, Tiff, you say it. Say it again. Say it. You did it so well. It shouldn't be light versus dark. In ignoring that shadow side, we're ignoring 50% of spirituality. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We all had that same response. Kaylee's eyebrows just hit the ceiling. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> I really hope you guys are listening to this playback on YouTube and on Spotify so you can see her face because this is worth it. I'm clipping so many things in here. I'm like, well- She's pulling her hair up. I know. She's like, yep, the the hair's got to go up now. I, you don't even know how many like little clip marker clip thingies I just put in so far. I'm like, (laughs) we need, we need, we need to remember all of that. That's the whole section right there. I need to remember like in depth. And if you kind of think about it, it's not really fair to ourselves. We're going by what people told us. A narrative that was taught to us through millennia, all based out of a power struggle. Every time there is a challenge of power, demonization comes up. So we've been told this story time and time again, and we get into that narrative and we believe it so wholeheartedly that we don't then trust anything that comes from there. I have worked with demons. I've put that fear aside and tried to make a decision from my own experiences. 
and never once has it come out to what people tried to make it be. They've been nothing but compassionate and supportive. They've very much guided me through my path and did it in a way that even though I had those big bad emotions like anger and jealousy and sadness, they helped me to better understand them and better understand myself. They weren't judgmental. They weren't off-putting. They didn't make it to where everything was about love and light and goodness. It was okay to be bad sometimes. And that helped me to better understand who I was as a person. You guys are going to love the chat. Okay. So Michelle is saying, um, <laughs> well, Mama Chick said, I'm okay with ignoring 50% right now. I might change my mind in the end. <laughs> but then Michelle was saying, we're ignoring the gray. I don't think we are ignoring the gray. I feel like the gray is the all. I don't feel like there is a gray. Like it's not an ombre effect. It's not white to gray to black. I sincerely feel like the whole thing is gray. The closer you get, you start to see the striation lines of like pure white fading into black. But when you pull back, the whole thing is gray for me. Um, <laughs> and Jessica said, why is questioning considered demonization? And Mama Chick, again, so the dark figure in the corner for months was okay. This is blowing her mind. <laughs> I love this. Oh, and Shay Shay said, yes, gray is the all the void. I don't know about that. I disagree with that one because I feel like the void exists on its own with that place of creation. But that's how I see it. So I could absolutely be wrong. I haven't looked into that. I feel a little funky on that one, though. <sighs> um, to kind of go along with what Jessica asked. I think like historically, like what we've seen and what we know is, and kind of what Tiffany was touching on is um, to keep power, we demonize, right? We scare, we fear. Um, and that is how you keep power. And as soon as people are get to get to the point of being informed, that is when you start losing power, right? It's, it's historically, that's how it's always been. Um, not to go too much into religion, but like with the Bible, right? Like it was only so many people could read Latin or whatever. And so the, just those people were the informed people and they were like, hey, this is what it says. And all the people down below that couldn't read it, they were like, okay, that's what it says. But as soon as people started getting informed and were able to read it for themselves, they were like, hey, that's not what it is. And that's when people, like, they started losing control of the, of the people below. So I think that's just kind of how it's always been is like, as soon as the people get smart enough, they start rising up and fighting against the man. This is why there's such a big push for us to teach people how to use their gifts and to connect with spirit. This is why I do what I do, because I don't think it's right or fair that those who can read spirit have dictated all of these beings and all of these things. And I hear it all the time from spirit going, it's not even like that. And they get a little like mean girl about it. They're like, it's, that's not true. That's not even how it is. I had a client, a gift focus session yesterday, learned that she was like, oh, oh. I was like, yeah, look at, use your gifts, look at it. Is there anything actually in spirit for you to fear? Like anything for you to be afraid of? No, there's things that'll scare the dickens out of you. But once you realize what they are, they're not so scary anymore. As soon as you say, hey, can I see those through the lens of spirit or whatever, however the light sees it, you get to understand it more. But viewing things from a human perspective is always going to be fucked up. We're always going to be missing part of the message as long as that veil is there, just doing the best we can with what we have available. So if you have like a fear-based reader who's 
preaching to a town or whatever, you've got a whole town that's going to believe all their fear-based stuff. And of course, they're not looking beyond the fear because why would they? They got the answer and they feel fine about it. And then they move along. Sorry, Tiff. If we take a look at that on a more global perspective, I challenge everybody to think that we're actually kind of in a demon error because of how much all of society is rising up to gain more knowledge and push push the boundaries of everything that we see government-wise or anything that really just doesn't follow what being an actual human is anymore. We see mass protests in the street and people rising up together. That it's in itself is a power struggle. By the very definition, it could be the same. Speaking of definitions, Terry, she has a theology degree. Um, she said, want the theology definition? Demons are disembodied souls. Some believe they are the souls of the Nephilim. Isn't everybody who dies a disembodied soul? Because you're not in the body anymore, though? I don't get it. I don't get it. Also, I, this is going to be a sidebar. Meaning I don't never took a body. Disembodied means they never took a body? I thought disembodied means you were, like, pushed out of the body. You know, because demons are souls that never had a body that never got to come to Earth, I guess. The non-corporeals must be so insulted by that. Or no one dragons are, they are kind of the same. I could kind of see that, though, because we all know when you're talking to the non-corporeals, they don't have a whole lot of understanding for humanity. They don't. How many times have we been talking to one and they're, we're like, how do we like do something better or feel better about something or use our gifts better? And they're like, just do it. Just don't. Just do. And it's like, wow, that's helpful advice. Real, real sage advice. Feeling super. Um, I need somebody to explain the October 3rd reference. I don't understand what that means. Oh. oh, October 3rd. It's a Mean Girls reference. So you said Mean Girls. <laughs> Today's oh, October. It is from that movie. I was like, it yeah. can't just be from that one line in that movie. It's, okay. Yeah. I got it. Say, um, it is, uh, they had a body, but were part angelic, part human. Or is that nothing? How did that? I'm, I have so many questions. How did that work? We Can, can we have Terry come in and talk about that? Because I'm Terry. 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 Do you want to come on? Do you want, do you want to be part of the podcast right now? And yes, caress. Demon uh, dragons are back. We are noticing dragons coming in a lot more in the spirit realm um, in like the last five years. And it's funny because people are like, hold on a second. I'm, I'm looking at spirit and there's a dragon here. What is going on? And they're freaking out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Take a breath. What are they here for? Help or hinder? And they're like, help. What aspect? Spirituality. Okay. What part? And then it's different ones. I'm sorry. My nose is wicked itchy. I feel like I've covered in hairs. I do not have a problem. I'm just itchy. Shay, Shay, it's not the first time a biblical definition doesn't make sense. Baby, I have a hard time making sense out of half the definitions in the Webster's. So I really can't. <laughs> really me can't. And, me, Carlene, and Jessica were reading, like, Revelations just for shits and giggles. And, like... It, we got to a point where we're like, okay, I could see how that could. And then it got to like this wacky ass fever dream. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Who gave and this guy acid? And just... 
But part of me wonders if that's like the oracles talking. Do you remember like the oracles back in like 2000, 3000 year, years ago where people went to see the Terry said she will. Yes. Um, Morgan, do you mind helping her with that? Please. You have a second. Thank you. Um, so anyhow, back to the oracles, they used to feed the oracles all kinds of drugs and psychedelics so yeah. that they could open their mind to understand spirit in the first place and be able to accurately channel, which leads me back to something I'm going to say in after dark. Never mind. <laughs> hold up. Like, hold. Spirit was like, nah, you should not do that. And I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I should not do that. Um, but anyhow, back to it. I'm wondering if that's what happened with that fever dream part you're talking about. Cause I haven't read it. I'll be honest. I, I haven't not read it. Um, but I'm wondering if when it gets kind of like convoluted and hazy like that, maybe that's what that is, is literally somebody who was doing some kind of drug back then a hallucinogen or whatever it was. Probably mold. Mold. From yeah. barley. <laughs> Terry's here. Yay. Okay. I had some dental work, so if I look funny, it's because this entire side of my mouth is numb. So but that's all right. <laughs> but um no, the in the book of Genesis it talks about um how the sons of God, which are in theology, sons of God always refer to angelic beings. That the sons of God came down, they were called the watcher angels. The watcher angels were come, had come to take those people who were straying away from God and to bring them back to God. So these watcher angels came down, and when they came down, they saw the women, which are the, the daughters of man, they saw women and they said, ooh, and they decided to have relationships with these angelic beings, decided to have relationships with these women. And that was where the Nephilim came because these women then became impregnated with the Nephilim. The Nephilim are half angelic, half, uh, half human. So basically the way theology states is that the Nephilim then began to teach mankind of the ways of heaven how to um how to create this is where we got according to theology this is where we got our equipment for fighting in battles and they were telling them spiritual secrets that they should not have told them and then this is where we get the flood of noah because god said i cannot let my i cannot let people again live with this kind of knowledge so he then because of the sin of the world he sends the flood the flood then wipes out all the Nephilim, which was part of the punishment for the Watcher Angels. The Watcher Angels were said to, are said to uh, be bound in a place in hell called Tartarus. They are said to be bound there, and part of their punishment for not returning back to heaven and leaving the women was that they had to watch their children be killed during this flood. So the story of demon is being told as a disembodied soul. These are the souls of the Nephilim who literally cannot return to heaven, cannot go to hell. So their spirits then roam the earth. And this is what you say the difference in when you have a demon as versus an evil spirit. They tell you evil spirits cannot possess, but demons have to possess because they have to embody a soul. They have to embody a person because they no longer have a body. 
Huh. So that sounds like off worlders. <laughs> I don't want to be in this body anyway. I'm kind of done with it. So Hamlet <laughs> had a question on the chat. Can Nephilims be part animal, part people? I mean, y'all are more spiritual than I am. I can give you the theology degree. Theology <laughs> degree says no. But as far as the spirituality, that's on y'all. So um, but, um, theology basically says that the Nephilim are those that roam because they can't go to heaven, they can't go to hell. So that's what we have that possessed. And then um, you have, you know, you have other things. But that's why whenever you're talking about demons, it's just that theology. I'm just having to reevaluate that theology because that's not anything like what we were taught. I love how educational this is, though. I love how we bring in all of these different parts because somebody in the chat on TikTok had said, why use the Bible for any of this? Which I understand. I do understand that question and no mm -hmm. shade. But I'm, and you know, no, no judgment, no shade, because we're not doing right. that. Right. And this can be a hot topic for a lot of people because we want to learn because right. I want to learn where other people are coming from. If I don't know where other people are coming from, then how am I supposed to help them? I can right. tell people what spirit says, but I can be far more compassionate if I understand their background or at least part of it. Right. Because the theologically, it'll, they'll tell you theologically that. There is, you know, that the demons, which is what you said, demons theologically are those that possess. They come, mm -hmm. you know, they are the minions of Satan and that they come to steal, kill and destroy and they will possess your body. So, I mean, that's what they did. But, but that's when the, the definition is called disembodied soul, meaning that they were killed during the time of Noah but they have, and they now currently have no body. So they're called disembodied souls, but they were half human, half angelic because angels came down and decided to have a little fun with the women. That's so sad though. It's not even their fault. Why are they being punished for that? That's so That's sad. I'm just thinking. Well, you, you know, born, like many of us. <laughs> That's why I started to take a transition because a lot of the things that I was taught theologically don't seem to add up. So you're telling me that, you know, God is going to condemn somebody to hell, according to the church, when that makes him really mean. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. You know, there's just, there's just a lot. But that is, that is your theological definition of a demon. So what happened to the, okay. So the, the, the interesting thing here. Um, so does that make star seeds demons? No, I'm, I wish no. it'd be far more fun. No. Um, but also, but aren't demons still angels just kicked out? No, because they're half human. If you're talking about I've never heard that before, like I have never heard that. My mind is blown. If you're talking about a demon being a disembodied soul, you have to remember that their paternal side, their father's side were angelic. Their maternal side, their mother's side was human. So because they are half angelic and half human, they carry the sin nature, which means that they cannot return back to heaven. Oh, that's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 but that kind of, 
<clears throat> now, here, here's the funny part about was, that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kaylee. So that's that kind of ties in with like what I was saying, like the the one being that came to me and was like, you can't you can't come here like your body cannot handle it because you are a different vibration. Is that kind of like the same thing? Like you, you, okay. you couldn't go to heaven. That's kind of why Hercules couldn't go to the gods because he lost his godliness. He right. lost his stars. Yeah. He couldn't go to Olympus. Like I said, I'm all no on this. I'm still trying to figure out when I was 18 years old, if this black figure with a cloak on that I saw that I thought was a demon was really a demon. No, because I heard no. See, see, that's what I, that's what I thought too. Well, Michelle asked a cool question too. She asked if demon cat dude, if he was ever half physical plane and he's like, no. So I see him leaning against the wall, kind of bored, picking out his nails lately. He doesn't look like he's ready to spring into action. He's just like, we're fucking bored. I'm like, oh no, you poor pumpkin, you're bored. Cause I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to do. You poor thing. Demon cat dude kind of looks like an owl bear. I don't know what an owl bear is. But that hinders on what my interpretation of what a demon is. They're actually non-corporeal beings and they're on everybody's entourage. I think just like spirit guides, you have a whole little section that's like, hey, I'm over here helping you work through the shadow. Come and play with me. Play. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, mm. it but is play. It's fun. It's self-enlightening. Like, I've loved my journey with them. I, I mean, I, I'm all about, but this is where we get a lot of, we talk about a lot of religious trauma because a lot of us have a mindset that was, we were told to believe one thing and now we're coming through it and we're like, this ain't nothing. This is nothing. Com this is not what I was told to believe. This is not what I see. This is not, you know, and, but but it doesn't make any sense because help me lord i hope i don't get banned but in the church they tell you in the church to believe that jesus is the son of a virgin they tell you to believe that gabriel came and and talked to other, they tell you to believe in these supernatural events but then when you step out into the supernatural they tell you oh wait you can't do that i'm like hello they did it in the bible that's, that's demons. Right. That was exactly my whole reasoning for wanting to work with them in the first place. Right. I'm tired of being scared. I am tired of being kept small. I'm tired of being imprisoned by these past teachings that are no longer relevant for my life right now. So I was going to face that fear head on and find out for myself. I think that like demons get, they're the scapegoat. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. They're the scapegoat. Like ever, nobody wants to address their shit behavior or somebody else's shit behavior. It's got to be, it's got to be demons. Like we can't just accept that humanity is kind of assholes sometimes. Um, I like, want to thank Morgan for a second because she just repinned a comment that I wanted us to get to. It's from Jessica. So then, to tie it in, how does that biblical perspective translate to spiritual? Which one? I'm Any kind of thinking about it too. I'm like, how does it translate in? 
part of me is like, it doesn't. Okay, but you have to also stop and consider a couple of things. They teach you this in theology, which, like I said, when I first started this journey, I mean, you know, $10,000 for a biblical, you know, a, a theology degree, spiritual crisis, man, eh, you know, priceless. So, I mean, I paid thousands of dollars for my, for my degree, and now I feel like, you know, whatever. But here's the thing. You have to stop and consider that the Word of God, the Bible itself, has been translated and reprinted more times than any other book in America, other than, I think, the Iliad and the Odyssey or something like that. So you have to understand that it's been reinterpreted more, and it's been, it's been revised, and it's been updated, and the etymology of words is different. So again, you have to do what I've started doing, is you have to read that and interpret it and go, hey, you know, wait. How does this relate or does it relate? Now, I think if nothing else, then you need to read the Bible so that it opens your eyes to what spirituality really could be and then pursue from there because there's a lot of spirituality in the Bible. It's just nobody ever wants to talk about it. Ooh, uh, Wandering Mary, they teach us to fear witches and all others instead of the ones who killed masses of people. This is very true. And then this someone church. else is asking, there's some great questions in the chat right now. Someone wants us to talk about possessions then. And someone else says demons did not exist until the Bible was written. What were there? What were they prior to it? Mm. Yes, it's true. The word demon didn't exist until the by until that. Right. I mean, go ahead. Say. Actually, so it actually started stemming from the Canaanite pantheon. They were you'll see this and I'm trying to be as. I'm passionate as I can be right now. A lot of this so, is of like, we're going to wide open this in the, in after dark. I know. Yeah. There were many gods within the Canaanite Pantheon. One wanted to be top dog out of all of them. Back then, the word demon literally meant guiding spirit. It was through that power struggle of one god wanting to be top god that they turned it from a noun that had a neutral meaning into a verb. This happened all around 17th century. That verb then was used to place evil upon the rest of the gods and goddesses within the actual pantheon. Canaanites were in, yeah, you can look up Canaanites were in the Bible and it is definitely true. So all of that that she said, yes, 100%. But to answer your questions about that, this is what, this is where we have, we have the issue in that when it says demon okay i'm that just went right out my head because i forgot what question i was trying to answer all of them five of yeah. them all at one time i i forgot which one i was trying to answer i don't even remember this is so fucking fascinating i'm loving dipping into the history of this and where it all came from and this i'm digging him this is your, I see, I normally hate history. Normally I'm like, hey, guess what? A whole bunch of people made bad choices and everybody died. Ta-da, there's your history. I'm awful with it. And I'm the same with geography. I was telling a client today, I was like, cause she was in um, Canada and she was like, I'm on this side. And I'm like, I'm on this side. And I was like, is that like Toronto? She's like, no, that's your side. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know geography very well at all. Because in my mind, a whole bunch of people scribbled on a map and said, now memorize my map. And I'm like, I don't fucking know where your imaginary lines are. The fuck, how the fuck am I supposed to do that? Uh, anyhow, give me the meaning of numbers though. And I'm like, got it. Gotcha. Anyhow, I'm loving this conversation. Now, 
we know that demons have been around from the very beginning when creator first thought, what can I do? The light and the dark were born and split in two because that's what was used um, to make the seed of life and have that unfolding and the unfolding and the folding. Because if you look at what the seed of life is, it's literally just the same shape over and over and over again, over and over and over again, once and again, once and again, once and again, once and again. That's how we grow and expand, right? But you need the push and the pull. So you need the light and the dark, the negative, positive, um, masculine and feminine. Now, granted, masculine and feminine are not gender. It's different. It's very, very different. And it's not something men hold versus women hold. And it's not something lost in those who are non-binary. It's not something mixed in those who are non-binary either. It just is. They're just energies. They just are. It's just something that we hold. And it, I find it absolutely fascinating that these beings have been there since the dawn of creation. And they have just been, <laughs> lack of better words, and I don't mean to make a pun, demonized. Mm -hmm. over and over and over again because this doesn't just have to do with christianity and theology in the bible this has to happen this has happened back when the neanderthals were roaming when homo sapien was first rising when homo sapien sapien was still around when everybody was a big melting pot of the different um um homo species of dawning of man they were afraid of the dark they couldn't see in the dark other animals could see better than them though, and they got attacked in the dark. And when women started having all of their ties to the moon because moon cycles and were having all their rituals at night, the men were convinced by other men and um, those who would come and invade that they should be afraid of the women. And then they wiped out the women because women were demons now. This has been happening far longer that they have humans have put bad behavior and bad influences and negativity and fear into the dark and called it evil when really it's not demons are not evil angels are not good they just are they just encompass different things now of course very few of us would absolutely welcome in demon energy because it's fucking chaos. Very few of us are like, yes, I welcome all the chaos. Make me lose my job. Make my car break down. Make my bank account empty and my friends leave me. This is going to be fantastic. But then there's some of us who are like, tower moment, fucking bring it on. Okay, here we go. Because we know we're going to learn, we're going to grow, and we're going to get to something way better. And we're embracing the better. Like, we all know... There's nothing to be gained and learned from comfortability. And that is where your demons come in. When you get too comfortable, when you get too complacent, that's when they come in. And then they take a step back when you've learned your lesson and you like, I'm, again, no pun intended, throw your hands up and go, Jesus, take the wheel. Mm -hmm. Again, I know he didn't know how to drive and that would be <laughs> absolutely horrible for him. He'd be like, what the hell is this? But that's what our demons are for. Demons are like, hey, you're not listening to the light. You're not listening to the path laid out in front of you. You're literally choosing to go against it. So um, nice try. And isn't that what the ultimate goal is for all of spirituality is just growth, enlightenment, mm -hmm. self-betterment? So why not use the tools that you have available to you? 
This is exactly how I feel. Use the tools that are available to you. I was explaining to my dad the other day because he's like, yeah, no, I was at my friend's house and um, she had one of her friends come over and he's like, I just felt real dark, dark energy. And I was like, no, it's probably a demon. And he's like, well, that's crazy. And then I was like, no, that means she's, she's, she's having a time right now. That's what that means. She ignored she hit the snooze button too many times. And now it's they're correcting her her course because she wasn't listening. So yeah, you do feel something and it just feels dark to you because it is different. Not many people are able to pick that up. And so if you're feeling that like, maybe you should consider um, <laughs> talking with me a little bit more about some stuff. <laughs> I love that you said that, too, because you're right. Not a lot of people do pick that up. They're like, what? What's wrong with this person? But I am noticing my friend group. So I live in the woods, like quite literally out in the middle of nowhere. I am surrounded by miles of rough, wild forest on all sides. There are like max 3,000 people in my town and like 9,000 in the town next to us. That's what you get here. A whopping 12,000 people in a 35-mile radius. <laughs> and it can double in peak season, which gets exciting for us. <laughs> Look at all these people. Anyhow, I am noticing in this tiny little remote place how many of my friend group are awakening rapidly and noticing those things. They're noticing people in the area and they talk to each other easily and readily. And I'm also noting, noticing in my friend group, we have a group chat together. How many will post 1111, 333, 444? And they post it readily in the chat with each other. And I love that. I think it's because demon energy has already swamped through here. There are so many buildings that are empty here. So many businesses that went under and new ones are just starting to crawl back up. I think this area already went through it and the change has already been made here. I just think it's so cool. I think that's going to be something we see in a lot more places. I think there's going to be a big push right now for awakenings and realizations. Now is a time for everybody to just wake up. You think COVID was like a, a general sweep? I don't. I don't feel like that had demon energy behind it at all. Maybe a little bit in the very beginning of like, go ahead, drop that. Go ahead. Oh, so for the idiots among us, can you please define demon energy? <laughs> not an idiot i'm just saying i'm i'm the baby and i feel like i have a little bit of that you know so no, please find that energy for me so the definition that we kind of have culminated on and everybody feel free to add or correct me if need be is pure dark energy it's not necessarily absence of light because that would mean that light is absence of dark it doesn't work that way. It's just two separate things. 
two separate opposing forces like magnetism, like the positive or negative on a magnet. Demon energy comes in and sweeps in very just like angels do like people think that angels come in and they have this big energy and they're here and they're so enlightened well like the polar opposite of that the other side of that coin would be demon energy which comes in and it's it's a being born of creator not necessarily ever having a body before at all usually i i actually have never seen one be born into a human body i've seen them step in and be like what's this thing all about ew gross i'm good and then go about their way. Um, and Shay Shay was saying, I feel like demons assist in the dark night of the soul and assisting in accepting the shadow self. This is true. Our demon energy is adept at helping us work through the parts of ourselves that we don't necessarily want to look at or let go of in the efforts to bring us back to our path and push us back to the light, not necessarily the light separate from us but our own personal light physically i really feel them in my chest like of heaviness in my chest or i feel them come to my back which really i love that feeling because that feels like absolute support for me like somebody is right at my shoulder ready to go but as Andrea said, that's they're the guide rails on the road that keep you right in line. They're the ones that have held my hand through what I went through all summer, through my dark night of the soul, to dig deeper into myself and look at the parts that I didn't want to look at. Completely agree. <clears throat> now, Michelle... Michelle was saying demons are the card tower for those tarot folks. One of them. Absolutely one of them. Um, and then there was another comment saying, asking us to talk about demons bringing good transitions and how that works. They're the shit disturbers. They're the ones that like take the cards out of the deck and just toss them in the air. And they'd be like, all right, pick it up now. Bye. And then what you have at the end is a nice neat pile. They're the discord and the chaos that make you look for the light. Like they're not going to just make you lose your job because they're bored with you and you're not listening to the light. They'll make you lose that job because that job is keeping you from the light. They'll make your car break down because it was about to break down anyhow and cost you a whole lot of money. And you need to stop and let them help you find a new one or find another mode of transportation that this isn't working they always break apart things in our lives that are not working that don't work for us that only work against us i see them bring in like they start with the with the tower i could see that but then i see them bring in the chariot real quick they kind of for me exist the same they they always like and it's nothing life-breaking right it will never be life-breaking like you have the ability to be able to get back from it 100 percent of the time i i love <laughs> the comments are fantastic they are the moldavite are we talking about our exes <laughs> mm -hmm. 
But if you think about it, that's probably why they get such a bad rep too, because as human beings, we don't look for change. Mm. So many people fight the change, no matter if it's something that's good for you or something that's drowning you. They hold it so tight and just don't want to let go that something shocking has to happen to break you out of that thought process. It's that whole, like, we don't like being uncomfortable, ultimately. Like, none of us like being uncomfortable. And for any of us to willingly put ourselves in... Okay, so I'm not the only one who pauses. Fantastic. <laughs> so I have a question for you, mm -hmm. which um, I'm, I'm like processing all of this. So I'm having to uproot this, this biblical theology degree here because this is what we're taught. We're taught that God, source, creator literally created all of the angelic beings that were ever going to be created. He created them all at one point. At one point in time, no other angels were ever going to be made. They were all made at one point in time. Then you're also taught, according to the book of Genesis, that the reason why we have Satan, which I know we spoke on here and said Satan gets a bad rap, Lucifer gets a bad rap on that, but said that he decided that he wanted to be God and he wanted to overthrow the seed of God. He wanted to be like God. And so God hurled him down to heaven and he took a third of the angels with him because a third of the angels rebelled and that's where we get your evil spirits am i supposed to confirm or deny that no you're not supposed to confirm or deny that my question to you is angelic beings are neither male nor female and i know that in our society we see angels as these cute little cherubs or they're always depicted as being female but theologically they're always depicted as being male but they are gender neutral so I've only ever seen an angel that looked like an orb in front of me so I'm trying to figure out how y'all depict those and yeah like this little orb with yellow and blue lights but I'm also trying to figure out here that. So what you're telling me is that there are demons and then there are angels, but there's no quote unquote evil spirits. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All of and that to say, thank you. Yeah. I, I just got back when you were telling that story. My biggest understanding, and if you guys have already said this, I'm sorry, but my no, biggest understanding um, between that is, is, uh, when I was taught that, it was though that third was to tear us down and hold us back from progression, right? right? To not make it back because they were mad. We see it more as they are demons now are just as interested in our progression as angels are. They're not trying to hold us back. They're not trying to put that block in front of us to keep us away from heaven. Their goal is to get us to heaven just as much as it's the angels. Okay. You can talk about that. I'm on the stop right now. I'm not really so sure that I believe that there is a heaven and a hell, which I know is literally appalling with somebody from a biblical theology degree. But Andrea has totally, 
effed up my entire world. And I was more just saying that just because like that reference is like how I grew up understanding them, like that third, uh, right? And so that's just the difference. Like both of them are trying to get us back to the light. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, and I agree, Spencer, that that is true. I mean, like, you know, I, I had this solid foundation and then I met Andrea, Tiffany, Sharon, Morgan, all them. And now I'm having to rebuild. They done kicked my Legos over and I'm having to rebuild. Seth, the green eyes is going so mean, Andrea. I'm like, I oh, know I'm the worst. <laughs> yes. But no, it's all, it's all good, though. I mean, it has been great. I have seen things and I mean, I, I, I'm I'm thrilled that it happened. But it's just so night and day, so different. Because we were told to believe that demons are a tier much like the military. You have um, you have principalities, powers, and rulers of the dark, which are different, quote-unquote, demonic forces, almost like a military where you have rank and file. So we're taught that you have principalities, towers, rulers of the dark, and they're demons, and they all answer to Lucifer, and that if you don't do right, then you're going to have this that's going to come after you. And the reason why you have depression is because you have this principality that is over your mind and, you know, and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, there's so much to unpack there. First of all, I'm not sorry that I have handled <laughs> spirit for you. I'm not sorry. I'm not. I love you enough to be like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sorry if it hurts, but I'm not going to lie, damn it. Um, secondly, I'm not a believer that you have to give up one belief for another. I truly feel like spirituality and whatever your belief system is, core, mainstream, not, they can all coexist together. I have no issues with that. And I actually think it's kind of beautiful. Why not take a little bit from here and a little bit from there? And as long as it feels good to you, at no point will I ever tell people you need to drop this belief system, whatever it is, unless it's actively harming you. I have told clients that in session, but it's usually like the belief system that they're not good enough. And I'm like, mm, no, we're dropping that one. I'm a huge fan of take the best and leave the rest. And if we're looking into like biblical stories though, or like any, literally any stories that have been passed down through humanity, there's a grain of truth to it. There's a grain of truth to all of it. How sensationalized or how it was passed from person to person to person throughout mm. thousands and thousands of years is a different story, but there's always a grain of truth in it. There is. And I just want to take a minute to plug this community because in the, in the real depths of it, when I was really like totally messed up in my mind, there was Tiffany, there was Sharon, there was uh, Michelle who literally came in and said, look, it's the same thing. It's just different words, different labels. You just need to stop and reevaluate and say, hey, it's the same thing. It's, and I think they actually, and we're not even going to talk about what poor Tate had to go through during that time. But, um, you know, I, I really want to appreciate 
the community. So if you're watching the podcast, if you're listening, this is a great community that can really help you. That's so, yeah. She's not wrong. Terry's not wrong. We are on Discord. Don't have to purchase anything to be part of it. You can just go to sweetreleasehealing.com and scroll to the bottom. There's a Discord link. You do need to have the app already on your phone for the Discord link to work. But we're here to help. We just want to share information. Nobody gatekeeps. Everybody's super cool on there. Everybody's non-judgmental. It's such a beautiful community. Thank you for that, Terry. You're so fucking sweet. Now, I love that we had a comment here, and I really want to bring this one up. She said she had a demon and felt a demon around her right before her divorce. Amen. <laughs> I felt that one too, Michael. Yeah. Agree. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm trying to think back on when I would feel that demon energy. And it was in 2012 when we first moved to North Carolina and I knew the move was wrong, but I wanted to try it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Thinking back now, like all of the really traumatic shit that I went through or that I witnessed, there was always that heavy, thick, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's like the air gets thicker. Mm. And it's just, it's like the barometric pressure dropped significantly just in that one spot. And it just, is that demon energy? No, that's just big energy. It could be demons, but it also could be what we consider and constrive as angels. It's the non-corporeal beings. It's the bigger energies who've never had to um, dumb themselves down to fit into a teeny tiny resting place. Acorn kernel, they're showing me, like tiny. Um, they keep saying, no, that's just big. <laughs> I'm kind of getting this thought of like, we know when things are about to happen we can feel those demons there we like it's almost too quiet like in the movies where like it's always someone says it's quiet too quiet, right and mm -hmm. then like something big is about to happen and it, i think it is like when i when i've looked back at some of like the big changes that i've been forced to like go through there was a period of peace where i'm like kind of skipping through the woods right like all right this is good i'm i'm good i'm good but then something happens a storm comes in right and I, I, I kind of agree. Like, I think we, if we do look back and we kind of try to focus on what was going on, I think we should be able to see the demons there. Like, they're like, you, you knew we were coming. You knew. I think we're, I think we recognize that energy more than we probably would like to say we do. I agree with you because they give me anxiety when they come in and they make me feel like this is wrong. And I hear that echoed in my head in the same like deep baritone. This is wrong. Like I almost, okay. Story time. When I first started sweet release healing, I was coming, I've been teaching people how to use their gifts for like 20 years. And I've been involved with the community my whole life. 
and I was really, really struggling. Sweet Release Healing was started, but it wasn't doing well at all. And I was struggling with it for like three years, two to three years. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the freaking worst. How do I get this to go? And I was thinking about taking a job at a bank locally. And it was pretty much handed to me on a silver platter. And this was in 2020, 2021. And I was like, you know, I really think I should at least try this to get some money coming in because I need to do something to get some money coming in for this family. Like, I'll keep working on it, yada, yada, yada. And then I felt and heard like that rushing energy that came up to me and was like, this is wrong. And I had a phone interview with them and I, I heard myself say, I'm no longer interested in the position. And when I did that, it was October or November. December, right after that, Sweet Release Healing took off. I mean, I was booked out for months at a time. And there I was like full steam ahead. And I knew at the time I had satisfied whatever that was. And now I'm sitting here thinking about it and going, I didn't even ask who that was. I just trusted it. And that's the problem with being a psychic. Is you're just like, okay, cool. Da, 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 and just going through your life and not, I don't bring up enough of the mediumship side. I really don't. I need to work on that because I don't care who's bringing the information. I just need the information. I'm like, meh, this is fine. Whatever it is, I'll listen to them. It's fine. And it's never steered me wrong. Pissed me off a few times, but never actually steered me wrong. Rob. <clears throat> Just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's a wondering now. How many other times have they been up there? Really pushing me around, and I haven't even noticed because I didn't think to ask. I think this is an excellent time to leave the conversation, don't you guys? Plus, we are pretty much at time. So I want to thank everyone for listening to us first and foremost. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation. This went by really, really fast for me, by the way. I don't know about you guys, but I blinked and it was over. Thank you so much to Tiffany, Kaylee, Terry for coming in and Spencer for bringing your perspective, your expertise and engaging in this discussion. Thank you so much to our fantastic producers, Morgan and Sharon, for always being here to help us out, keep us on track. And managing the TikTok at the same time. <laughs> I'm Andrea Lovett from Sweet Release Healing. And this has been another episode of the Sweet Release Healing Roundtable. Be good to yourselves. I mean it. Be good to each other. Mwah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Love you. Bye.